What a bitch. That stuff is secret. God. podcast this is level 135 episode 136 <laughs> that's right we are back with our episode of the geek State that Games wasn't podcast. the title at all <laughs> number one i think we podcast. should can you read can you read the title <laughs> do you need me to read for uh, you is it hard is it difficult <laughs> yeah the one where the one where shane shows up yeah 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 you forgot yeah. you forgot the question mark in uh parenthesis there because <laughs> yeah. it's never it's never for sure yeah well, it's for sure now because we are back with another episode of the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Geekscape Geek Network for a minute anyway until the Overwatch League overtakes <laughs> us. Overwatch overtake. I need to start two calendars for that, but we'll get back to that. Uh, I'm your illustrious, lisping, illustrious host, Jim O'Hare, and I'm meeted with other fine producers of the posthumously. No, wait, that's the wrong one. Uh, Did someone die? Prestigious? <laughs> died, died of old age waiting for Shane. The, the presti- <laughs> pres- prestigious podcast. The producer's podcast pr- productions. Derek Cranavelt. Hi. Who's punctual? <laughs> punctual producers. The posthumous. No. Jo- Josh Jackson. Just, just punctual. Hi. Huh? Hello. And Miss Courtney Hi. Dossett. Hey, how's it, how's it, how's it, how's it, uh, it's been a minute. It's been over a month. Uh, I would like to start uh, at the beginning of the show. Uh, we're currently at day 141 of Horror Movie Night Gates. Hashtag Horror Movie Night Gate. Horror Night Gate. Um, uh, Matt Kelly was on our show and has yet to invite anyone from our show. I, I actually guess- hear, I just, I or read, I read that they might be doing some uh, revolving hosts for the next little while, actually. So it'll be interesting to see if Shane gets I an invite. I would hold my breath. And if he does, which he probably won't, but if he does, if he shows up. I think I asked oh. Matt Kelly if he would have you on the show just so we could stop hearing so my great, like how I, he hadn't been on his show. Like, as a favor to so, me, so please do this. My thought on that, though, was that if each of us was on the show, except for Shane, it would be really great. I think that'd be really funny. But also, we would never hear the fucking I, I'm, end of I'm it. I'm deleting SoundCloud. So. I'm gonna, That's I'm going to delete my SoundCloud. Go go work for Nerdist and and write another uh, another another podcast with blackjacks and hookers and much much <laughs> and more. We'll start our mommy own issues with things being on time and consistent. <laughs> it's it's like the old Revision Three <laughs> debacle all over again. Anyway. Derek's been around since Revision Three, haven't you? Uh, like as a part of the site, no, as a listener. Oh, since I was I've been around since Geek Drome. Oh, yeah, you remember the Drome? You remember what the, the fuck's Drome Rev Three? <laughs> Are you kidding? No, not at all. You don't know what Revision Three is? No. Are you kidding? You're kidding. Wow, man, he's a, he's a this youngin. guy works works for works for the state. I don't know either. He's he he. Well, I mean, it's all right. We don't expect you to know. You're very very new. Um, but man, Josh, you got you got some edumacations to be. I mean, it's learned. not like we had training yeah. in an employee handbook or anything. I don't even know who to report you to when you start pissing people off. <laughs> Doc, I know. Do we have? Do we have Dr. human Waterman. resources? I, yeah, Dr. Waterman will come and... I think and... I'm human resources, last I heard, which is unfortunate. <laughs> do, you remember, do, do you remember Dr. Waterman, Derek? I do not. You don't remember Dr. Waterman? Holy nope. shit. 
How old Man. are you, Shane? Are you the old guy? Um, I'm just making references to the old podcast. Okay. There's Wonderwall. Uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, the Video Game Awards over the weekend. We recorded another episode we for that. We recorded an episode that I, for that. The, the royal we that I forgot to be here for. Um, <laughs> um, Even though you posted to Facebook a few hours before that we were coming back. I, uh, it was, it, I had a mental disconnect, uh, as do most days. Um, uh, man, I started really getting these mental disconnects, like couple of months ago like right around summertime end of july ish it just felt when really we were all at comic con and he didn't show up for that either <laughs> <laughs> you were he was actually supposed to be there <laughs> he had a plane ticket and everything he just didn't come i just i just sent empty luggage my, my snuggle buddy didn't show up oh oh i i miss uh the doing the the cuddles with uh eric francisco <clears throat> he doesn't respond to my dms he's he's too big for you these days yeah <laughs> yeah mm. Anyway, hello. How's everybody getting, doing? Getting a real job and shit. Yeah. Pay, Get, I know, getting, pay, getting paid to do this. <laughs> but is he having as much fun as we are? But is he happy? Probably, are we happy? He's probably happy. Something he's probably he's happy. I'd be happier if I wasn't hungover. <laughs> yes, tell us about that, Courtney. Uh, I made friends, and they took... They, that's that's a that positive. Was first, that was your first yeah, mistake. I made friends, so I have... <laughs> I have more than one friend in uh, in Olympia now, and we all went out drinking, and they bought me, I had three drinks, we ate some really good Korean food, and I was too drunk and hungover and sad, but it was a lot of fun and totally worth it. I went to a goth bar, they and- had a mortuary table in the front of the bar, it was so cool, and I really wanted to lie down on it, but there was like the bouncer dude at the front sitting on it, so I thought that'd be weird if I like took a nap on their mortuary table. <clears throat> And and you decided to show my pictures to all your friends, and they all very vocally judged me and my appearance. They all think you're adorable. <laughs> I only showed I showed it's more judging me. Photo. I feel like uh, you showed no, more. Just, no, I just showed Mikey. I mean, everybody else already oh. seen your Ma- photo. Michaela, Michaela would be your friend if you had a passport. I'm getting okay. I'm gonna get my passport when I'm in Alaska so that I can come see you guys. That's cool. my goal. Because it'll be easier than getting it here because I have to go to Seattle to get it here. M- Michaela will take you to the aquarium. Okay, done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's actually it's a point of contention between Michaela and I, so I I won't okay, join you for but that. She and I will go, and that'll be fine. And we'll get some cute animal plushies yeah. and take lots of pictures. That's the, it is her style to take other people to the aquarium, <laughs> even though I'd love to go. And then she and I will record a little podcast about it, and she can be on basic as fuck with me. There you go. There you go. So um yeah um what's everyone been playing lately? Like <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you get to go first with that one. Yeah, yeah, you do. I'm- I haven't been playing shit. I've been playing <laughs> Try Not to Drop Out of College. Drop out or flunk out? Both. Both, I guess. But in the little bit of time that I was playing stuff, I was playing Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which is shit, like those 80% came out. the same game So as last but year. But that means Sun 20% a new game, which is more new game than a lot of other games. Like Battlefront 2. I guess that's true. Yeah, and with and there weren't any kind of loot boxes or anything. Like I didn't need to pay for a random system to get whatever Pokemon I wanted. So that was pretty good. Did um did uh did we talk about the the leaked stuff from EA about how to like how they want to promote their game? No, what was that? Uh, I'll I'll pull it up, but um, uh, this definitely relevant to the the, the conversation. But Come yeah. On. And then while you looked that up, the only other thing I really played was Mario Odyssey. I was talking about it on the last show, but I finally finished it, even though I was pretty much at the end for a month. Like a thousand was... moons? Did you get all thousand? Is there oh, a thousand? No. Oh, no. Fuck that. I got 200 and I beat <laughs> Bowser and I was like, all right, I'm done. So, <laughs> But that's was... only like a quarter of the moons. Yeah, I know. But I saw the credits. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm yeah. done. 
It's like buying a movie and then watching the special features. It's like, I don't really need to watch the special features. That's No, that's all you watched is the special features. You haven't even seen the movie yet. <laughs> With the audio commentary and the... <laughs> <laughs> yo, I remember watching the movie again in different languages. Yo, I remember being like, th- th- like b- being a super naive kid and having my naivete like blown out of the water. I remember I was watching the DVD for uh, Planet of the Apes, like Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes, and I was like, oh, I'll watch the special features, and like they were showing like how how the actors like did stunts and stuff, and they said the F word. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, this is a PG thirteen movie. They're saying the F word. Oh, wait, this is special features. They can do anything. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Snow MPAA for special so, features. Question yeah. On the back of that. Uh, wh- how old were you when you first started swearing? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's been swearing since he came out, uh, since he was in the say, womb. Like, I used to get in cuss wars <laughs> with the kids across the street. I've been, I've been talking about fucking cunts since I flew out of the pussy. He said his first N word at 14 months. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I should. I I should. No, Courtney has has been progressive enough to use the c word on the podcast. Yeah, I've heard it. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I sort of apologize, but it's also my new favorite word. Also, I think that it's not it's not a bad word in the same way as like racial epithets are bad. And I think that those sorts of words like bitch and cunt you should own so that people can't use them against you. Video games. Anyway. Uh, I, I feel like one just on that same topic, uh, it's really interesting how varied or how, how much more inappropriate or less inappropriate like words like that are depending like on where you're Australia. from. Like I work with a couple of people from Australia and it's like yep. every third word. It's great. I, yeah. I, I would go. Uh, but speaking of Mario Odyssey... <laughs> Josh, isn't that game fantastic? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it wasn't, it's super good. It wasn't good enough to pull me away from Fire Emblem Warriors, but it was pretty good. Well, what what could be? Yeah, I Aside know, from right? Fire Emblem's Warriors DLC. Yeah, or Fire Emblem Echo Shadow of Valentia. Uh, but I just, like, what I really love about Mario Odyssey is seeing just how different the experience can be depending on your, like, level of skill and comfort. Um, you know, like... For instance, watching Michaela play the game, who's newer at video games, like, is still learning things like the controls for stuff like that. Like, seeing her progress versus, like, like it's, it's just amazing because you can play the same levels, but there's so many hidden things in there that, that you know, you can just get through the game and to, to see every level and to see the credits like, like you did. Or you can kind of hang back and go through all these secret areas and, and do all of these more challenging items and stuff like that. And I feel like the Mario titles have been like always been like that where it's been like, like whether your goal is to just get through the levels or whether it's to get all the blue or purple coins or whatever they are. Like there's so much in there and you, I feel like you don't feel like you're missing out just because maybe you are newer to video games or, or whatever versus not like, like versus being more comfortable. Um, and I think that's something that was really interesting. She's started writing actually for the site and is writing, um, you know, being someone that's newer to, uh, newer to video games, writing about being sort of uncomfortable and starting these games and her experiences with learning the controls and her frustrations with like learning the mechanics and everything like that. And that's something that I feel like came out well in her Mario Odyssey piece on that was just how different that experience can be depending on who's playing the game, but how fulfilled you feel at the same time. Like you don't feel like you suck. You feel like you are doing a, you know, you're still progressing and, and it's still challenging regardless of your skill level. And I think that there's not a lot of games that get that as what that do that as well as the mario games do yeah that's a really good point because the game gives you so many different ways to collect moons without actually having to go through the the harder missions 
And I know some people, some people online I saw were against it, but you know, in the post game, you can buy an infinite amount of moons if you don't want to go through actually finding and collecting them. Or in your oh, exam, really? yeah, like after you beat the game, you can buy an infinite amount of moons for a hundred coins each, like from the store, and they just keep letting you buy them over and over. Mm. So you could get the maximum amount of moons really without even playing any of it, which in one sense, if you abuse it, I guess it cheapens the experience. But at the same time, if it's someone like that's like completely in your, optional. Yeah, but it's completely optional. So in your example, if you're someone who's not familiar with video games and you've pretty much found all the moons that you're going to find while it's still being fun for you and not intimidating, you still have that option to see the rest of the game without having to kind of get have that frustration settle in. So I haven't seen this game um, and I, I only know a little bit about the Mario franchise are the moons like the stars that they used to have in the old games like you would like yes. run around and collect coins and then they had like places where you'd have to collect like the big star guys with the eyes is that is that now what they're uh, doing instead of having stars or having moons uh yes and no it's a si- it's pretty similar from what you're describing but in this case like you remember how in the old one each star would be tied to like a big objective and yeah. once you got the star you'd get kicked out of the stage and have to go back in to find another one it's similar in this one except it's more of an open world so you never leave the stage when you find one but at the same time there's like there's way way more in each stage so you're constantly finding them and you get them for like the smallest objectives like so you'll get them for accomplishing big tasks like fighting a boss or then you'll also find them by just like exploring like a like an out of the way corner on the map if you check it and like ground pound it a, a moon will just pop oh, okay. up so it they give you like a ton of ways to find them but it is a similar structure I uh, you're gonna i hear it. shane o'hare's getting you a switch for christmas though so <laughs> you'll probably find out yourself pretty soon uh it's a, it's a switch but uh, this is not the kind of switch that you're thinking about well that got awkward domestic violence awkward. is never funny <laughs> oh, you were thinking of a different switch than I was. Anyway. Oh, oh! <laughs> Don't worry, I'm a power bottom. I'm not a switch. Shit. <laughs> um, I think it's kind of... Why do you think me and Josh get along so I well? I think it's kind of funny, Josh, that you were saying, like, you're, you've just been, like, trying... Not playing games because you're trying not to flunk out of school, whereas, like, I've been purposefully... Isn't, isn't that the point of Persona been, 5? I don't know. I've been actually, like, purposefully playing games because I can't deal with the fact that I'm finishing school stuff right now. Like, I've been so stressed that I actually, like, I decided not to do part of my, my class this quarter and just played Skyrim for a few hours instead. I at mean, least play a game, at least play a real game and be, you know, have some self-respect. I love Skyrim. Why don't you, why, why are you being a dick? I still haven't beat I it. I still need to I beat mean, the game. I mean, just because I said I'm trying not to play too many games to f- not flunk out of school doesn't mean I didn't sink 75 hours in a Fire Emblem, though. I'm like... <laughs> I think I've played more. I, I don't know if I said this last Fire time. Fire Emblem is the real I've, class. I think I've played. I mean, granted, it's only really been Fire Emblem and Pokemon, but I think I've played more games while I was trying to avoid games for school than I do when I actually have free time. It sounds like somebody. It sounds like somebody I know to, who who keeps constantly trying to give up alcohol. Yeah, it sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like an uneducated mess over here, so. That's all right. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of like random new games, and I would love to discuss them with you guys on a podcast. I would love to what hear about them. What was that when you were playing the other night on Twitch? Yeah, uh, I'll get oh, to that. Sorry, thank you for throwing oh, me off. I'm sorry. Um, um, but uh, I got a game, and I gotta, I gotta make sure I get the name right because I got the name wrong when I responded to an email 
Okay, and they were really, I could tell, I was like, ooh, I made a big faux pas. But um, there's a game called Gear.Club, Gear Club, and they had a Switch port. It was a, an iOS and uh, Android game. It was a racing sim game, and they had a, a port to the Switch with updated graphics and um, new content, and pretty much everything's um, unlocked differently so you it, it so you don't have to like pay for like you know the normal mobile game tropes of like the game's free but you got to pay for like you know you know other stuff it, they they tweaked how the progression works in the console game but it's a simulation racer much much in the guise of like forza um and dirt rally and um can i stop you can i stop you yeah why is it called forza when there's no t because it's an italian word that means force all right. You're welcome. Thanks. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to know. Um, but I also, as like I hear that's Forza, it for now. I hear what more. I'm just saying, like I hear people say both, and uh, just wanted to know why. Well, so. what, how else do you pronounce it? Forza. That sounds so. Let me let me double check that bro- because I want to say that that's correct, um, but I could be Hold wrong. On. So okay, what? Google. It's Italian for Force? what? Oh wait. But why is that? What is that? Like, why is that a car racing game title then? Force? Oh, I was right. Like, like the force of. Oh, that's Spanish. I'm sorry. Hold on. The car. Okay, Google. How do you pronounce Forza? That's pronounced Forza. Forza. <laughs> what did it say? I'm so fucking stupid. It's Forza. Google. How do you pronounce this this word? Oh, exactly the way you said it. Wow. Well, I mean, maybe if you were wrong, it would have said something different, though. All right, hold on. Okay, Google. How do you pronounce fort? No, wait, fuck. Good job. Did it again. Yeah, never mind. Um, I put it into okay. Google Translate. It it means force. And yeah. Yeah. So Gear, Gear Club. Gear Club. Um, played it. Uh, I've been playing it for a lot. It's awesome because um, there's there's much like a lot of these simulation racing games, you have different car categories and you can upgrade your cars, um, you know, to race in higher class leagues with like tougher AI. Um, but there's circuits and then there's like little races inside of a circuit and doing those little races takes like a couple of minutes. So it's, per- I mean, and you could tell that it's ported from a mobile platform because it's perfect for stuff like the switch. Like, Hey, I'm going to crush out a couple of, couple of races in the circuit um, in between classes or like on the bus. Absolutely perfect on home on the Switch. Uh, I didn't really like the controls. Um, it, it took a, a long time to get used to it. And and it just might be that I was playing with the, the Joy-Cons. But the um, um, does anybody have a, a Switch Pro controller? Yes. Josh does. Now, are, are the shoulder buttons analog? Uh, yes. Like the trigger? Is it? Is it an- so it's analog. Okay. So on the Joy-Cons, they're not analog. They're just buttons. So there's no like like half throttle or quarter throttle, and the acceleration is it you're it's either pedal to the metal or like foot off the gas. There's no like like easy. Does that make yeah. sense to everybody? So that was difficult to get used to because with the brake, it's either no brake or you just fucking threw a cinder block on the pedal. So it 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 took a while to like realize. Okay, I need to let the car coast some more. There's no like half throttle. Um, the controls in the garage were a little funky. Uh, you could tell that it was there was a lot of carryover from like a, a touch interface because if you want to like upgrade your car's speed, you'd have to like click and hold on it and then drag it over to like this other part of your garage, do the upgrades there, move it to another spot. Um, they have um, a really cool mechanic where you have a giant empty building and you can upgrade uh, the spaces in there. So you only have like, you have this giant building, but you only have like, say like 10 by 10, a 10 by 10 square that you can put 
stuff on like parking spaces for cars or um different like shops like the paint shop or the engine shop and you can um when you race and earn more money you can then build out more of like this buildable spaces so it's kind of like a um uh you have like a little like area management kind of like those tapped out games um or, yeah. or like the i would say like the my little pony uh, ios game where you have because that's that's, <laughs> that's the, the, the my level. little pony the my little pony ios game what do you know about ios uh, well it's you it's, you bought one just so you could play my little pony didn't it, you it's he, called he would <laughs> This 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 subreddit is called MLP iOS, but it's on Android. But it's like uh, one of those like, oh, get so many like bits to like buy the house and then buy different characters and like you know, oh, we gotta wait or you can spend real money. It's it's just like Simpsons Simpsons tapped out. Um, but the uh, I really like the uh, the garage mechanics in this game and it looks good. It looks really good. The the sun and the weather uh, mechanics are really really dope. You could tell that it, it it was it's still like slightly limited coming from um uh like android and, and ios devices whereas the uh the switch is much more powerful than like your average like ipad so you can it's not as good as i think it could be but it's an amazing like first start for like simulation games um the uh the music was dope the music was really dope surprisingly uh, and i don't know if it was like open source or if they like had people write it but like it was music was really cool um and then i um all of it was like just city racing and i felt like i got a little bit too powerful too fast like i i upgraded my cars but as you get like later into some of the like deeper circuits um the ai is like okay all right training wheels are coming off ha <laughs> pun intended no it wasn't it was an accident um and uh <laughs> accident the um then um uh, the the rally races are are i was getting like a little like just bored like there was like reused assets and reused like corners i could tell like oh i've i've taken this corner in this tunnel but uh the last level had this corner and tunnel but the next like portion was a different thing so they're reusing sections um that are very like obvious so instead of like coming out of the tunnel and then going right around the ocean you come out of the tunnel and go left into a city um so i was getting a little bit bored with it but then i got to the rally sections and shit was just way different like the 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 track is all undulating and and broken up and you have different cars uh and they've they've got a lot of like uh first name like branded cars so there's you got your lotuses you got your Astons, you got your um bmws you got all all that fun stuff so uh i've been having a lot of fun with it if i um if I had like more of a, a commute, like if I was on like a public tra- transportation, I would I would really sink some time into this. Um, but I would get like a Kevlar shield that I would then like strap to my sternum so that no one could like pilfer my my Nintendo Switch. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool if you're into racing games uh, or simulation games. You can I would I would definitely check this out. There's a lot of like if anybody's played any of the Forza games. Forza games, you can like go in and, and set your own difficulty really granularly. So you can say like, okay, AI is going to be this tough, but like steering assist is going to be this, this loose or um, throttle assist is going to be like this or braking assist is going to be like this. You can really like define exactly like how you want to play. And um, it's super dope. It's super dope. I accidentally, um, I accidentally called it drive club and that was really embarrassing. <laughs> What is it actually called again? It's called Gear Club. Gear Club. Gear dot Club. It's on iOS and Android already. It's on the Switch now. Um, so you're having fun with it. Yeah, it's really dope. How much does it cost on the Switch? Uh, ooh, I can't remember. Uh, I think it's twenty dollars. Hold on. But you said it's not. Uh, it's not like like in-app purchasey like the 
I, the mobile version is. Is that correct? No, correct. There's um, I, and I never played it on mobile, so I don't know the. Inherent- yeah, it looks like so. Mobile looks like it's free with in-app purchases. Yeah, and I don't know what kind of in-app purchases you would or or you would expect, but in this, it's yeah. very, it's very, um, it's. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's much like other racing games where you're like, okay, I have to earn so much money to buy this part. And then like, oh, okay, if I don't get, you know, first place in this race, I'm not going to be able to get my mm-hmm. li- my upgrade in my license. And yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, really, really cool. Really, really cool game. I think it's dope. Looks like on mobile as well. It's got controller support, which is always a cool addition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other game I've been playing, if you guys don't mind me rambling a little bit more. No, please do. Um, got this game called Escape from Tarkov, and the best way to explain it. Why are you laughing? Because I watched you. Yeah, uh, Courtney likes to watch. Um, the the best way to describe it, and I feel disgusted to myself on multiple levels for using this analogy, but it's the Dark Souls of first person shooters. Um, which is like the weakest thing in games journalism. It's about games journalism, ethics in games journalism, not sexism. Um, never mind. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Inside jokes. Time to level up, Josh. Um, but um, it's a uh, it, how, how to describe it really quickly. Um, it's a MMO esque type first person shooter. Uh, you create a character. You pick two sides. You're in this um, fictional Russian city called Tarkov, and there's actually a story that um, it, uh, comes from another game before. Um, there was another like free to play freemium game called Contract Wars, and the story in that game is everyone fighting over the city, and then Escape from Tarkov happens, and the city gets shut down by like UN sanctions, and so all the mercenaries that are in the city are trying to escape and end up like clashing with each other and you know uh, trying to get out. But um, you you create a character and you have uh, like persistent gear loss on death. So you you get oh a, really? So you get like a backpack. You get like uh, guns, pistols, health packs, splints. Um, and it's hyper like sim based, hyper like realistic. So so, so it's multi. Is it single player? Or is it a multiplayer game? It's it's like pseudo MMO. So you okay you, like the division type thing. Yes, it, I got okay. I got mad division vibes playing it. So. Um, there's two playable uh there's two playable classes for the the private military the 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 UNSC and the bears so like the Russian mili- uh, like mercenaries and then like American mercenaries and then there's the scavengers or the scavs which are like the civilians that are living in Kark- Tarkov like trying to survive and you can play as either your mercenary or like a scavenger player so when you go in as a mercenary you have like all your guns you're all like decked out and everything you get body armor and helmets and stuff and it's super, super realistic. So, you, like, if you go in, there's no HUD, there's no crosshair. You have to aim down sights. You have to use. Oh, really? You have to use um, like 3D positioned audio. Uh, you can arms can break. So then, like, if you if your left arm breaks and you don't have a splint, it's going to be difficult, more difficult for you to aim. Legs can break. You can bleed out. Um, you can like get dehydration and your vision goes weird. Uh, if you take too many painkillers and your vision goes weird, you can get addicted to morphine in the game. It's there's like a lot of like realistic it's fucked up. Yeah. Um, it's very stressful. But what's even cooler, it's really stressful to loss because if you die, you lose everything permanently. So you can go in and be completely decked out, have a couple of M4s and just have a lot of shit and then get jumped on and you, it's gone for good. So it's super stressful. Like you're playing it with some t- uh, teammates and some friends and you're just sitting there like the moment you hear a shot go off, you're like, I 
I, Courtney, she you was like, she, well, so she, I was watching and like his friend Hunter is like completely calm the entire time is like talking in a really like calming, soothing voice. And it's like, yeah, whatever, man, it's fine. And like, there's some stuff over here. And like, it'd be really calm. And then like, you'd hear like gunshots in the distance. And I don't think Shane heard all of them. But as soon as he heard one, he'd be like, shots fired, shots fired. And he'd like start freaking out. <laughs> and Hunter would be like, yeah, like, man, don't worry about it. I got him. <laughs> and then like and then like she would be like lost so i i took pleasure in this because when i play destiny with shane i get stressed because i want to perform well and not be like a burden and i do the same thing so to watch shane feel like what it's like to be me playing a game was very satisfying <laughs> <laughs> it's like the biggest shitting grin on my face right now <laughs> but yeah so it's no, pretty funny. I, no, no. I enjoyed it like i was I- fully noobed out and like i got into it and like i got into it a little bit like milsim like uh have you guys ever heard of like paintball or airsoft milsim games nope B- basically it's like these giant paintball or airsoft games with like uh dozens and dozens of people on each side and you play it like like a military sim so it's pretty much like fucking larping but with guns instead of swords um so I was playing it like like that, like I was LARPing. So I was like, hey, guys, shall we bound? And it's like, this isn't the army, dude. It's fucking a video game. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm the asshole. <laughs> um, and uh, But I'll be like, like contact two north. Uh, and everyone's like, you know, like, what, what? what are you talking about? Where's that? And I, I'm, I was taking it a little bit too seriously. Yeah. Um, and uh, But it's like, it's super fun. I love how in-depth and realistic it is. So, like, uh, you have to, like, you can bring extra magazines with you, but then you have to, like, manually reload them. So you have to go into your inventory and be like, all right, drag these bullets into the magazine. You have to have, like, if you want to do, like, quick swaps on magazines, you have to have, like, an empty spot on your tack rig. So you can, like, take the magazine out of your gun, put it in the empty spot, then take out the other one and put it back in your gun. Um, You can do a quick reload where you just, like, drop your magazine and then load a new one, but then you have to go back and, like, crawl around to the ground and find it. Um, And... Uh, dude, the modding, like modding your weapons in this game is f- so fucking granular and so crazy. You can get like different dust covers for your AK-47. You can get different barrels, different springs, wow. like different um, recoil attachments, uh, buffer tubes, uh, flashlights. Like you can, you can uh, de-stack ammunition and like make your own custom magazine stack. So you can have like an armor piercing around and then like uh, a hollow point and then a tracer around and then an armor piercing and like stagger these around. So you have like different um, ammo stacks in your magazine like you can actually do in real life. Um, but um, it's it's super fucking cool. They're about to go to open beta. It's closed beta right now. Um, it's pre-release. So it's like it's kind of like, you know, PUBG or Minecraft. Like, hey, you pay for the game now and you can get access to it, but it's not done. Um but like I'm, I, oh man, that sorry. Go on. <laughs> it's but I, I I absolutely love it. Um, but like some of the so say like you just get like your shit pushed in for a while and you keep dying and you have no gear, no gear. Um, once every thirty minutes you can spawn in as a scavenger and you're automatically given like scav gear, which is like like a little backpack and like a little tack rig and a pistol, and you can go into these games. And the the AI scavengers won't attack you, but you can hunt down other player characters, kill them, and try to take their gear. Um, so it's, you know, there's always a chance to get a jump on somebody. But you mentioned the division, and I had mad division vibes um, mm. when I started. I, I feel like... I feel like people have been, t- like, just in the last week, for some reason, I've been seeing so many more posts about The Division again. Really? And it's made me want to go back and start playing it again, because 
I think I only put a couple hours into it, but it seems super cool. It is. The the bullet And the, like like I don't know why, but yeah, I've been seeing a ton of posts about it again this past week. Like I don't know if it had like an update or something, but I think an expansion people are getting come back out. into it. Okay. Because they still have a couple more expansions planned for their um their season pass. And that game is oh, yeah. still like like one of Ubisoft's very heavily like populated games. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from what I played, like I really enjoyed what I played. I just didn't play much of it the, as I do for every game. And 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 not to like railroad the 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 podcast and keep talking, but when you mentioned the division, I got mad division vibes. I remember when I first played the division and I went to the player versus player area and I was just all alone and I Was that like what's that place called? Like the the dark zone or something? Yeah, like dark zone. Went to the dark zone and you're like, okay, if I die here, I lose all the gear I, I pick up. Like you keep your actual gear. You don't lose it like in Tarkov, but um, you lose a lot of money and you can de-rank. So like I'm, I'm playing it cautious. I'm going from cover to cover and like I'm on some random street and I hear just like a bunch of shots and a bunch of explosions go off. And um, I look down the street and there's this huge firefight going on and I'm sitting there like, like, okay, do I go over there? And like, and it's a bunch of players like fighting each other. And then like a squad of three dudes come running around the corner and like I'm up against like a pot like a like a like a planter box on the sidewalk. So mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't see me, but they run right past me and there's like all this stuff going on and I'm just like like hiding in the bushes and it was super <laughs> intense and it felt like it felt like, yo, if this was like if this actually happened, this is what it would be like. I would be like hmm. like if I was alone, I'd be hiding and like trying to avoid these big firefights and like trying to like survive and Escape from Tarkov is the same thing. Like I did my first scavenger run and I'm walking around like real peeking around corners and um, like being real cautious. And like, I hear a bunch of gunshots and I see player characters like running across this train yard and then like, like other scavengers like running at them. And I'm like, just trying to avoid that and just like, like exfiltrate and get out so I can get my gear back. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's super, super dope. It's buggy. It's from, uh, it's from a, um, a Russian um, game developer and uh, so, like, the servers are kind of laggy, and uh, it can be buggy at times. Um, and there's a lot of stuff they need to implement. There's, like, there's traders that you can buy from. So, like, when you level up, you can, like, buy ammo, and you can buy gear um, from these, like, dedicated traders instead of having, like, hunt and, like, you know, dig for it. But then there's, there's like, really cool things. You can find, like, random drops for, like, you can find, like, keys, and the keys will open up, like, special rooms and special places on some of the maps. So you're like, there's one called the marked room. Um, and if you get the key for that, then you can like, like, there's just like a bunch of like high end gear and like stuff that sells for like a lot of money, but it's, it's super, super fucking cool. Like hyper milsim, very intense. Uh, there was, there was one time we were playing this map and I was up on this rock overlooking a lake and like we killed this dude and I went up and I'm like, like going through his inventory. Like you have to like search the pockets. And if you like, if you, if you haven't picked up an item before you have to like examine it. So you, you spend like 10, mm. 10 seconds, like examining it. So before it like shows you what it is and I'm sitting there and I hear a noise and I was, uh, and this was on Twitch, uh, Courtney and uh, Lee were watching and I was like, I was like, Hunter, is that, is that you? And like, I got out of my inventory and I turned around and a player scav had snuck up on me and like he had just pulled out his pistol and he was like about to get like an easy kill. Like I was, my inventory was full and I was fully decked out and he snuck up and I just hear like a crunch. I'm like, what the fuck? I turn around and he's pulling his gun out of his pocket. He gets a shot off and like hits me in the gut. But I just like, like just like go right across him and kill him. And like my, my adrenaline peaked and I don't know like <laughs> what it was like from your point of view Courtney but like t- w- like what was it like watching that particular uh, scene stressful because I 
had kind of zoned out because it was inventory management time. Because that's the other part Mm -hmm. of this game. Part of this game is, like, stressful combat, and the other part of it is, like, boring inventory simulator. So I kind of, like, checked out, and I was uh, inebriated. So, like, all of a sudden, there's just, like, Shane yelling slash screaming. And then, like, I don't really know what's going on. And then he's, like, yelling to Hunter <laughs> and Hunter's friend. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I can't take too much more of this. Like, I'm just screaming, there's just a dead body in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Because I think I, like... I scream a little little manlier no, than that. They can go back and listen <laughs> for themselves. You, Y'all be the judge. Uh, <laughs> it's archived. Mm-hmm. You can't hide it. Twitch.tv slash Geekscape TV. Um... Yeah, she she mentions it's archive management, so like you can buy different tiers of the game and get like a bigger stash. Um, yeah. And then like each weapon, ta- it's very Resident Evil, where like you have to like organize. You remember organizing stuff in uh, your case? Like half the game is like figuring out like the best way to carry your inventory. Yeah, so you're not you don't get fucked over. Yeah, yeah. So your stash is a lot like that. So it's like organizing and like like building magazines and getting a loadout. Um, and there's a lot of bu- there's a lot of bullshit like bullshit deaths where all of a sudden you're just like you dropped because you didn't clear a corner properly and someone like you just like served up your big voluptuous booty to somebody and he just goes in there and Murr. so it's on PC super super dope it's about to hit open beta soon with a lot of new updates and new maps coming out um, as per usual on Reddit the subreddit is complaining and bitching it's not ready for open beta Murr, 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 Murr. but I think I think it is. Um, I'm very, very happy with it as is, and I expect to see the game, see the game grow and get better. Um, it's, it's dope. Check it out. Uh, check out the, the horse play I did a couple weeks ago. It should be, uh, still on our Twitch archive. Yeah. Was that last week? No. So really fucking cool. I, I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, it's kind of all we've been playing. Yeah, just week, about. Huh? Is there, is there any, like, hot, 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 hot titles coming uh, up that you guys want to snag? I mean, nobody asked me or Courtney yeah, what we were playing, text. so. Courtney was playing Skyrim. Yeah, and you didn't you ask me you were playing oh, Skyrim. Okay. Skyrim. You didn't, you just were like, fuck you for playing yeah, Skyrim, like, Courtney. It was like 15 seconds, like. It was like, oh, Skyrim. Ask, okay, fuck you. Ask. Don't talk anymore. <laughs> Josh, tell me, tell me, tell me about Doki Doki Literature Club. I have no fucking idea. I know some. Pie was playing that. It looks weird. I know some girl hung herself, and everyone has been. T- <laughs> Is he still relevant? Like I thought he was like He's a Nazi totally or something, Nazi. and nope. like people didn't nope. like uh, him. There's anymore. a lot of Nazis out there who away. can still support his. Uh... There's a. <laughs> All the Nazis watch him, and There's so he's a... still written. I finally have, I finally have someone to relate to. You're, don't, that's not funny, Shane. Yeah, Josh, don't. And that's the game I've been Bitcoin. playing this past week is is <laughs> put putting my marginal savings into Bitcoin and watching it, watching my money go away. Um, no, he's still around. He actually has like gotta a hold, big keep holding. giveaway going on right now with Origin, which is why I saw his Doki Doki ship. Like. I don't know. I haven't. I watched his videos when he did like there was like a high school death club scary game he played. I don't know. Dungeon Ropa. It was a different one. Um, but yeah, Derek, what have you been playing? So it's been a while since we've had like an actual regular show. It's been a while. That time, uh, it's a great track. It's a great track. Is it? Stained? I don't know. Who's that by? Stained. Is that Creed? We're stained. Stained. We don't care. Oh, I would. Anyways, a few big. Quick sidebar. Quick sidebar. Yeah. Uh, On our Twitch, we we have a movie playing in the background, 
and I watched a man get bitten by a snake, and I did not sing Godsmack. So thank give God me, for small favors. Give me a little credit. Yeah. Uh, so I. So I mentioned it on the podcast previously because uh, back when Fan Expo Vancouver was happening in, when was that even? Yeah. Early November, October, um, I had a chance to play Fallout VR. Mm. Uh, game 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 came out uh one of the so a couple of the gripes i had then it was so they the experience itself was neat but i they didn't provide like a headset or anything like that so i had no sound that's bizarre really and also they only had the dual shock uh as a control option and once i got the game uh on launch day i have put probably five to ten hours into it at this point um I realize why for because during that demo you had about fifteen minutes to to play around, and I realize why they didn't give you the move controllers at that point. Um, they're not bad; it's just that they take a while to get used to, and it's something where for the first couple of hours I was playing because there it's it's something where and interestingly enough, like I I feel like I remember when the PlayStation Move first came out, there was like you had one that was the move controller and then you also had like a navigation controller that had a joystick and stuff on it and that made that stuff much easier but one of the issues here is that you're using two move controllers that are, are identical controllers mm. so it's something where like like the triangle button on one on one hand will pull up a certain menu whereas the triangle button on another hand may pull up another menu and getting to the point where you can actually remember all of that takes takes a couple of hours and it's something where for the like that 15 minute period where you're actually getting a chance to play the demo um it would have just been a struggle because i struggled with it for a couple hours um be kind of once you get past that it's super comfortable um not super comfortable but 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 moderately comfortable no fairly comfortable it's fairly comfortable but uh but at that point that's the only way you want to play the game because that's the point where you get that like like you can you can draw your sword using the controller using the move controllers and you can aim the bow using the move controllers and and um it's something where they have sorry what they have a sword and bow and fallout oh i'm talking about skyrim switch i'm so sorry but uh I, I did not ever mention Fallout, actually. You totally yeah, did. Yeah, you say did. Fallout. You said it was. What? You said Fallout VR. You said Fallout VR. I oh, I said I meant, Sky, I, I meant Skyrim I, VR. Oh, I was what super the? Confused. I was like, I didn't know they were doing Fallout in VR, and I was going to make a, your Spurs jingle jangle reference. <laughs> so lost. Uh, so I meant, so, so I meant Skyrim, Skyrim VR. Oh, Josh, yeah, you heard that? T- I, I was thinking Josh, the same thing. Confirmed. I was like, I was like, wait. Michaela confirmed. I said Fallout, which is fucking weird. <laughs> Because uh, I'm literally looking at my notes, which say Skyrim, and I don't see Fallout anywhere on the page. So, wow, uh, different wow. game. Uh, but anyways, it's pretty incredible once you. <laughs> it's pretty incredible once you get used to the controls. Um, it's like the sense of scale is like nothing else. Like when you go to places like Dragon's Reach and everything for the first time, and or Boston, and just just kind of look around and see. Like it's just it, it's it's hard to describe almost because it's it's just very different. Um and and getting to play this like extremely like there's been really I feel like a lot of the VR experience that you play are like either quite limited or quite short. Um aside from obviously a few exceptions like Resident Evil Seven, which is like one of the best games that I had an opportunity to, to play this year, but also a game where I can only play it like fifteen twenty minutes at a time because it's fucking terrifying, especially in VR. Um but getting to play this like hundred plus hour experience like where you're not limited and it actually in some ways adds a lot to the game um 
it's pretty crazy and and it's interesting to see just how well this game that came out in 2011 that was never designed with virtual reality in mind it's really interesting to see how well that can work when it's adapted for virtual reality and it's something where um like Bethesda has also been really listening to the community since launch. Um, there's There was a couple of control issues and a couple of other things that like they were getting a ton of feedback on right when the game came out. And, and those were things that were like, like, I think they were even posting to the PlayStation VR subreddit, um, you know, talking about how like they appreciated the feedback they would be working on that. And then in the first couple of updates that came out for the game, they actually fixed a lot of those issues and stuff like that. So they're super into like making it the experiences that the fans want. Um, and it's super cool. I, I really can't get enough of it at this point. Um, and it's something where it's interesting because Fallout 4, <laughs> sorry, fuck. Did it again. <laughs> Why? Skyrim. Skyrim for the Switch and Skyrim for the PlayStation VR launch on the same day. And I was very much flipping back and forth as to which version I wanted to pick up. And it's at the point where, like, I still have it for Xbox One. I don't ever want to play it in any other way aside from virtual reality again. Like, that's how that's how much it adds to the experience. And there are still some trade-offs and there are some things that it doesn't do as well. Um, and there are some things that are harder than they were in the previous version. But the the... Like just the ad, the the pieces that it adds to the experience and the added immersiveness of it, like far outweighs any any negatives that it has. So it's oh, it's so cool. What's um, what's something that you noticed in VR that you didn't notice in the like standard version of the game, or is there something you're like, whoa, this is way better in VR? Mm-hmm. I I mean, I feel like like atmospherically, it's like like going through things like the dungeons and stuff like that are it's just more. Like it's creepier. Like like the first time those giant like spiders and stuff drop down and you're and it's 3D and they're jumping at you and stuff like that. Like it's it's way creepier. But one of the first things I noticed and actually like when I wrote about playing the demo for the first time, it was something where it was like you almost just at times like will just look around, which is something I never did in the previous game. Like or sorry, in the previous iteration of the game. Like I would you know here's here's where I need to go. I'm just gonna run there. Whereas the first few moments and, and like that that you're in an area it's almost like i just want to walk up to this cliff and look over it or it's nighttime and i want to oh, look up and look at the, the stars and i did i never i never had oh. an interest in doing that in the original game but it was something where in this version i you almost like can't avoid it because it's like it and it and it's something where that game like skyrim is a game that is not super pretty anymore because it's six years old and that's something that actually works per- perfectly well with the limited power of the playstation vr because you're not like it's not a downgraded experience it is skyrim um it, you know it is it, it looks about as good i would say as the special editions that launched last year and um and yeah, and it's something where visually, like, I am much more interested in the environment and, like, like you were, I was looking at, like, shit, like, stuff blowing in the wind and, like, the particles of snow as you, you, like, go up the mountain for the first time. And that's something that, like, I did not give a second thought the first time I was playing that game. And it's something where it was impossible not to take a moment just to, to take in, in this version. And so it's really, really, yeah, I think it's that's quite weird, amazing. I have the exact opposite experience. Cause like, I've always played it on PC. And when I first got it, the, like, I, like, fa- I changed the time to nighttime so I could watch the Northern Lights in the game. Oh, that's that shit favorite. is amazing in VR. Like, I would love that's to see unbelievable. That in VR. And then, like, when I decided that just get your passport, uh-huh. just get your passport. I know I'm getting. My- get I'm passport. gonna come just hang out. I'm just gonna like you guys can go to work. I'll just hang out at your house and I'll play Skyrim <laughs> all day. 
It's fine. I wouldn't even blame you. Um, no, but like when <laughs> when I felt like the graphics weren't like didn't look as good as I thought they could, I just started modding the fuck out of that game. So like mm. I added in stuff that did different things, like add footprints when you walk in the snow. Because when you walk in the snow and mm. walk places, like there's no footprints in that game. And that is that is Which one is piece bizarre. that is missing from the VR version is that uh, like the previous console versions. Um, sorry, the previous, like, like last year, the special edition for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, they did support mods and Xbox, Xbox specifically supported quite a wide variety of mods, whereas the PlayStation 4 was more limited out of the box. Um, but the VR edition does not support mods at all. Excuse me, I feel the hiccups. I bet it'll support uh, paid mods. <laughs> maybe, which I'll buy. But, uh, which is yeah. their goal. So, you know, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I like, I, again, I would not want to play it another way after experiencing it like this. And, and it's not that it's perfect and it's not that it does all like, like there are definitely things that are worse in the VR version than they are were in any other version of the game, but, but it's just fucking beautiful. And it's, it's, it would be hard to go back and play it on like Xbox one now, uh, after experiencing that, I would say, which is great. Um, but yeah, aside from that, the only other thing like that I've really played, a little bit of Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Um, although I haven't opened that up in a few days, it seems to have kind of lost a little bit of its luster at this point, and I'm not sure why. Though I do have a really hard time sticking with phone games as well. Um, but also, one thing that hit the App Store a few days ago that I've been really stoked about is um, it's uh, like it's called Amazing Katamari. And it's like an endless runner, but it's also uh, Katamari Tomasi. And uh, uh, d- what was that? You, Katamari what? Uh, I'm not going to pronounce it again because Katam- I'm sure I did Katamari it wrong. But, uh, <laughs> nope. Josh? How do you pronounce it? What? Josh? Were we, were we repeating <laughs> the pronunciation? I just don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. Damasi, I thought. I straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Damasi. Damasi. Uh, so it's pretty fun. I mean, it's super simple, and it's not actually anything like like the old Katamari, but it makes me remember my childhood-ish times. So, Did your mom run um, into your so room and cool. throw your cell phone down the hallway? <laughs> no, that was... Man, why do you guys you always have to bring that up? Because it's really funny. Uh, it's like it's like something I still have like recurring nightmares about, and you're just oh, laughing at it. Oh shit! Fuck! Uh, so mean. So the only other, th- and then the other thing I played, which I mentioned uh, during our VGA um, special, was that the What Remains of Edith Finch, which is a walking simulator, um, but probably the best one ever. Uh, and it follows you. You play this character named Edith Finch. She's returning to her childhood home to figure out kind of more about why her family is cursed. Um, cursed in that she's actually the only remaining finch. Everyone else has died pretty tragically. Um, That's because Eliza Thornberry gave them needles and they uh, ate too much of their food on the Galapagos. <laughs> and so you actually like go through and uh, really um, like incredible narrative to the point where it won best narrative at the VGAs, but really kind of be- really beautiful art design and art style and um uh, like you just go through and you just learn about this family and and these people and how they what they did and how they felt and and how they died and it's like a really amazing couple of hours um you know i mentioned it last time as well but to the point where i played it in one sitting 
uh, one night and then the next day, like forced Michaela to play through the whole thing basically. Uh, and sat there watching the whole time, like very intently and very engaged because I just wanted to see it again. And that's something that doesn't happen very often. And so it's something very special. Um, one of my favorite games of the year, I would say for sure. Um, and it's on sale right now, or it was the other day. Might not be anymore. Yeah. Uh, do we talk about, want to talk about any news? They literally just announced a new Street Fighter no. collection, which it's advertised as having 12 games, but it's really just like three games or four games. Two. Over and over <laughs> and over and over and over again. <laughs> special, special, Pretty super much. fast edition. Let's get that article post, uh, article up so I could read them off. 60 characters. So. The 30 year So it's coming out on Switch. Uh, Xbox and PlayStation. It's gonna come with Street Fighter One, Street Fighter Two. Fucking ad. Wait, Street Fighter One, like the PC yeah, Engine really Street Fighter One. It's got Street Ooh. Fighter One, Street Fighter Two, That's cool. Street Fighter Two Championship Edition, Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting, Super Street Fighter Two, the new Challengers, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha Two, Street Fighter Alpha Three, Street Fighter Three, Street Fighter Three Second Impact, and Street Fighter Three Third Strike. Any anybody who's g- Jesus Christ. Any, anybody uh. <laughs> Please remix that to like a nice like almond break drum and bass like <laughs> as Josh and just like chop Josh's vocals up into like a rhythm and I I I'll pay you I'll pay you he'll pay, He'll pay you, you what we make from this podcast. <laughs> Ooh, I'm in. I'll do it. I've got a really depressing Bitcoin story, but uh, a really depressing Bitcoin story. Yeah, yeah I'll tell but you. Before uh, we get into here. that, they. Ooh, I'm up to three hundred and four dollars in Bitcoin. That's <laughs> higher than it was this morning. But but yeah, but aside from that, um, gosh, Street Fighter Five got a new announcement today too, where Sakura is gonna s- launch with Street Fighter Arcade Edition, and their season three DLC characters were uh, revealed today also. So it's going to have uh, Blanca, Cody, and Sagat returning, and then two new characters, one named G, which I'm hoping is related to Q from Street Fighter 4. I mean, 3. I mean, they're the only two characters <laughs> with just one-letter names. And then some other new character called Falky. So, yeah, that was it. Um, So, uh, does anybody else know that Overkill Software is making a Walking Dead game? Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, they announced it years ago. Re- did, did we play it? Uh, did we- I wrote about it years ago. Did we play it at Comic-Con? No, that was something else. I think that was actually by that was something put on by them, but that was actually not this game. Okay, okay. Um, but I definitely I just want to see here because uh, they just released the trader for the trader trailer for a playable character Aiden. Yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah, cool. it looks really dope, huh? Um, but yeah, no, they they announced that a couple of years ago actually, and just kind of were very silent about it after that. Because um, the thing that me and Derek are talking about, Derek did the Walking Dead escape, and outside. There was like a a truck from Overkill Software and Starbreeze where they had like like a zombie VR experience that I is that the one that what scared is the Starbreeze? What's Starbreeze? What is Starbreeze? Starbreeze is is a studio. Uh, the Starbreeze is a studio that's from Over like in in Overkill. It's a bunch. It's five hundred five okay. Skybound Starbreeze Overkill. It's a bunch of people working together. But they had a uh, like a VR demo where y- you were in a wheelchair and you like pushed around in the game. And yeah, um, yeah, and it was super. And cool. they had like proprietary headsets and everything, which I thought was very interesting. Very interesting. So yeah, so I I wrote an article about them announcing it in August of twenty fourteen. Mm. And now we're that this is like the first it was just a reveal trailer back then and we have not seen it really anything since then. And now three three years three and a half years later basically, that is when they're finally starting to show off some footage. So 
Um, the last time, the- uh, it was the game. The game itself was supposed to be released in 2016. Wow. Mm. Um, well, I'm glad they. So at least they're taking their time with it. Uh, huh. I also yeah. appreciate how long they took with it. No, no rushing it out. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, speaking of not rushing it out, just rapid fire some news. Uh, uh, Naughty Dog today noted that The Last of Us Two is 50 to 60 percent complete, which means that it's going to take fucking forever. But it also means that like half the companies that are publishing video games right now, like it would come out like next week. <laughs> Uh, but I'm glad that it's not. I'm glad that they're going to take its time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, take their time with it. Papers, Please is coming to Vita, uh, which is amazing. I didn't know the Vita still was getting games, and I kind of forgot it you existed. You mean there's other games coming out for it that aren't called Neptunia? <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. I thought it was just like, I thought it was literally just a Neptunia system at this point. Um, both Outlast games are coming to the Nintendo Switch, so now you can pretty much shit your pants wherever you are. Um, actually, you could play it on the <laughs> toilet, and maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll help. We could have started the show faster. Uh, one thing I was, one thing I was really excited for <laughs> is that yes. Uh, so part of why we're recording and it's midnight is because Shane had to go to the bathroom. So um, uh, the total, the Rick and Morty total Rickality game that popped up for HTC Vive earlier this year, uh, it was announced for PlayStation VR as well with a fucking hilarious trailer. And as a big fan of Rick and Morty, with a very yeah, uh, and, and and no, Derek has a very high iq uh don't like that's just all bullshit but uh the the game itself looks hilarious it's also made by the folks that made job simulator which has been one of my favorite playstation vr games so far um and last thing i just saw a trailer today for this game called project (laughs) hospital which pretty much looks like a new age theme hospital but without the like cuteness it kind of looks a bit more serious but in any case i'm really excited to check it out that's all the news i was interested Uh, in the only oh oh Question of the week! Unless there's any other news anybody uh, else talk about. The Overwatch Winter event starts on Tuesday. I'm excited. Do we have it? There's going to oh, be... Uh, what? There's a May event. It's a, it's, they said it's going to be mostly focused on May because it's winter. Because oh. it's May. And so the... It's going to be December. So the um, little like arcade game that they're going to have is like a Yeti. You're like trying to take down Winston as his, as a Yeti. And so it's like you ver- five of Uh-oh. you versus this AI, I think. Um, I think they said that the player gets... Said, so it's, it's, it's exactly like, like a ball. I think they said the player is going to be it's, Winston, like a randomly oh, is it, chosen is it? character okay. in the party is going to be Winston while the other ones are made. Yeah. Hey, Evolve, Evolve failed and Blizzard is, is in its place. <laughs> Um, there's going to be new skins. I think Junkrat, Roadhog, and May have confirmed winter skins. Um, but other than that, there wasn't a whole lot of detail, so we'll just have to wait for Tuesday. So I know what I'm doing. Yep. Oh, and then also, uh, Neptune VR uh, got confirmed for spring next year, as well as, uh, the new Hakuoki game for Vita is coming out in February. What's Hakuoki? <laughs> for Vita! What's hockey? What's uh? uh what's what's hockey dokey? It's from the same developers Spoke. as Neptunia. It's like a husbando simulator where you're in feudal Japan playing as some girl who's trying to mm. like fall in love with one of the samurais who's also like in war, um, at war during the feudal Japan era. So getting some of that, dick. some of that, some of that swordplay. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Uh. So here's question of the week. Um. Uh, is there any um multiplayer games or online communities? That you wish were still around, and this is this is feeding into the fact that I found that there is a private server and a emulator for one of my favorite games of all time, The Matrix Online. I don't know how populated it is, but I'm gonna download it tonight and give it a whirl. But 
my favorite game of all time. Well, not not favorite game, but like top five easily. Matrix Online has private servers and private. Uh, after it got shut down in two thousand nine, people are working on it. So I'm very excited to go back to that that universe and that world. But the question goes out to Club Penguin, folks. No, like legitimately. <laughs> I would. I'm ar- I'm still bummed out that Meverse got taken out, and then what? What being did you able miss to from post that? all my Tokyo Mirage session screenshots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then <laughs> I mean, you still can do that. You could still post. But then it's the such Tumblr. a hassle because then I have to use a capture card to t- do it and everything. I can't just upload it straight to the system. Mm. But yeah, that doesn't. Sound and good. outside of outside of like gaming platforms, I kind of wish G4 was still around, like the G4 forums, because you know. Oh. That's how I met my wife, and if I ever wanted to find another one, that's probably the, my, would have been my best bet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, what about you, Derek? Uh, so, what, can you repeat the question? Like, is there any online communities or online games that you like have good memories in and you wish you could go back and like you know experience them again? Uh, the Geekscape forums back in the day. <laughs> back when forums were a yeah. thing. We have a sub. We have I don't a know. Sub, I'm right? largely like... Yeah, I'm largely like um I don't know, I feel like I don't often like for instance when I play MMOs and stuff, like usually I just solo what I can and I don't often jump into like groups and stuff. Um the last couple of years especially, like sorry, like the yeah, probably the last year and a half especially, like literally unless someone like texts me, I like I don't talk to them. I don't talk to people, so uh which is something that I recognize and have been struggling with and would like to rectify, but just haven't been able to bring myself to do so mm. yet. Um I don't know how this is relevant to the current topic, but uh, uh, no, like I feel like at like like looking back, the actual kind of one community where I really did kind of open up and and post a lot and get into a lot of conversations, like were those earlier Geekscape forums. Like I was, I remember posting shit like like there was threads about like creative writing, and I remember posting like short stories and stuff like that, um, which I, I like I'd never shared otherwise, uh, but was for some reason was comfortable too on those on, on somewhere like that, and uh, that is that's probably the kind of community I miss the most. That's cool. Or when everyone just used one chat service, and I didn't have to have like twelve apps on my phone to to like have conversations with the same people. But you know, fragmentation. Uh, yeah. It's like I, someone wants to talk on Slack, but someone wants to talk on Discord, but there's also Skype, and then yep. I just want to use iMessage, but then there's also Facebook Messenger, and then someone DMs you on Instagram, like I mean, literally fucking we everything. All, we God. all had the chance to just jump on Discord plenty of times before. I mean, Adam was pushing it we for quite a, a while. <laughs> it was yeah, for like for four all, members. And I never get into it. Well, like, then my phone's drowned, so I, like, this phone that i'm using right now can't do shit but i was i was just talking about this last night with my new friends like we were saying how like we'll be talking with the same person but in four different apps and have like four different conversations and sometimes they'll be like you'll be like sending cute pictures in one but having an argument and be mad at each other in another and it's really confusing emotionally to know where you are like different people no, no, no. in each I'm group about one person like one person oh no you like you are a yeah, different person in each but it's but you're talking app. with one person yeah in each one but it's like you're different you're having like a different experience in each one and how it makes like reconciling everything that's going on really difficult yeah i just usually like don't respond to anything and then two weeks later i'll see it again and be like oh well now i feel like a dick but now it's too late to reach (laughs) out so um the only online community Uh, i belong to since no one asked was like neopets back in the day when neopets was cool 
And I oh Neopets. I, I found like Neopets is still going, but I try to like sign up and do it, but it does not have the same appeal or feeling that it did then. Like I felt like we used to have wow, yeah, it is still I felt here. Like we used to have a lot more options, and I think now like I went to go do it, and I felt it was really cookie cutter, and it didn't evolve at all, and so that was kind of sad. But um, I made uh, inappropriate choices as a child, not like bad inappropriate, just like talked with strangers on the internet which you shouldn't do at 12 should i read from courtney's diary fucking dare no (laughs) i would love to hear (laughs) i will fucking cut you uh speaking of things that you weren't supposed to do in the past but now are completely appropriate i saw this hilarious image the other day that was like what did it say it was something like like 1997 don't sit too close to the tv it will damage your eyes and then it was like 2017 and you're just fucking wearing (laughs) this screen right like two inches from your face and that is like the best way to do things I saw a I saw a little like mini document. Holy shit, Neopets exactly looks the exactly the same as it, it did exa- before. Well, what are you I talking about? Having more choices like with colors. Sign up now, twenty five hundred free Neo points. I don't remember what a Neo point is, but I'm interested having, like, in more that. Customization and stuff, and like I felt like I didn't have that anymore, and I was like, well, I'm out. I just remember the wishing well for some reason. Uh, do you remember the wishing well? Do you remember well? the, the giant um, omelet? Yes. Oh, vague, very vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. yeah. I actually tried to recover my Neopets account recently, but like I obviously put in a fake. Jeez, oh, I wonder if I still can can log in. I put in. in a fake birthday, so I'm having difficulty like getting back in. Yeah, but like I don't know. I so because of that, like I talked with people and pretended I was older than I was and had inappropriate conversations for a 12 year old. And so after that, ooh. After- were you cat? Were you catfishing uh, I people? Was in, okay, so this was like in the early age of like Yahoo Messenger and stuff when everybody was five foot six, blonde with blue eyes, and sixteen or seventeen and perfect. Like everybody did that. This was catfishing. Were you, were you, were you talking? Were you from the? Are you from the OC? <laughs> <laughs> were you talking on like Stormfronts that neo Nazi no. website? Because everyone's five foot six, blonde and blue no. eyes. No, it's just like that's that's what ended up happening. Like no one you like the chances were that you were talking with someone who is either the same age you were or 50. Uh so that was the thing. And so ever since then like I when I realized like how stupid and dangerous that was, I stopped talking to strangers on the All right, let's hear it. Let's hear something. What's something that 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 little Courtney did on fucking Yahoo chat. No. I got in a fight with my best friend. My, mo- my mom found out and I got grounded from the internet for a year. I wasn't a... What? What happened? But then no, she just chatted so with her on my, Discord so and they were okay. My Jill and I got in a fight and her and we were really nasty to each other. And so my mom... She showed her mom our conversation and her mom contacted my mom. And then my mom was... What a bitch. <laughs> that stuff is secret. Well, like, God. Jill and Sue didn't know I wasn't supposed to do- be doing that. I had gone behind my mother's back and created this account and was like chatting because my mom thought that was inappropriate and not safe and she was a hundred percent right. Um, and then when my mom found out I wasn't allowed to use the internet for a year. So like if I was on the computer, my mom would unplug the the phone cord from the computer so that I couldn't get online. And I wasn't allowed to use the internet at school for a year. Uh, this Who is, is my this best friend? Her, her name is Jill. What was her name? She's still my best friend. No, Man, I was, Jill, come I on. I was really mean. I hope you like, learn from that, We only have Jill. fights like once every seven or eight years, so we're good. And then you're just like, remember when you got me grounded from the internet for a year? And then <laughs> she, she feels like, bad. I don't think she remembers that. And she, I don't think she, she knew. Should. And it's fine. I'm posting to Facebook. I'm going to remind should. her. She'll you laugh. You guys should talk about we it. We have tattoos together. 
You still no, sound a bit mad about I'm not. it. I'm actually grateful because she probably kept me from like meeting up with strangers or something. Um, but yeah, I know Jill and I are best friends. We have a, we have matching tattoos, and I was in her wedding, and I'm gonna steal her. Um, does did anybody else ever use Napster? No, because I was grounded from the internet. No, I just <laughs> I just bought music. <laughs> I'm yeah, from I used Canada, to walk to the so record store and buy CDs. Oh, I use LimeWire though. They used to have chat rooms in Napster, and yeah, really? like you could. And what was so so Napster was fucking like just basically like this giant BitTorrent esque network where you can like click on a user and see what songs they have seated and really yeah. so like you could search a song like oh I want this song and you download it and it's like oh you're getting it from all these users and you can click on this user I remember one time mm. I was downloading a song from one of the Scooby Doo movies because it was like a fucking banger <laughs> and the the dude saw me download it and he's like hey man so you know like. That version's like a little messed up at the end. Like here, download this one instead, and then like he became like a my Napster friend, and we would talk about music. That's cool. Also, yeah. what song from Scooby Fucking Doo was a banger? It was from like one of the the. Do you remember, do you remember the Scooby Doo movie with the with the witches? Which island? I mean, you'd be surprised at some of the music Hold that comes on. out of kids shows. I just remember the ones with the wrestlers. I was never really a Scooby Doo fan, to be honest. I was I was too busy yeah, chatting. <laughs> Just too busy using the internet illegitimately. Trouble. My mom still gives me shit for that. <laughs> Learning what ASL meant. ASL meant. Let's talk with all kinds of people. This is a real dumb kid. I'm totally. This is totally. Yeah. That's why they shipped you off to At Olympia, Washington. Twenty-eight. My mom decided to get rid of me. <laughs> um, that's not. That's not the song, but that Did, is definitely from that movie. Have you guys heard those um, new songs that came out of Teen Titans Go? No. Those are fucking good songs. No. No. Oh, the, the, have you guys played Teeny Titans on mobile, though? That game is, like, the, one of the best mobile games of this year. <laughs> and it might have come out you know, last year. Actually, do you know what's but probably, it, like, one of the best things going on this year right now? Bitcoin? No, like, our, our teamwork with Loot Crate. LootCrate.com slash Geekscape. If you want to get yourself an amazing monthly subscription box full of awesome pop culture stuff, goodies, t-shirts, toys, games, figs. They got sick figs. They got dank figs. Um, go to lootcrate.com slash geekscape. Use the promo code geekscape. They have Loot Crate, Loot Crate DX, Loot Anime, Halo, Minecraft, Fallout, just for Derek. <laughs> um, they have. I love Fallout yeah, VR. They got the Slam Crates. They got the Marvel Crate. They got a lot of really cool stuff. I'm a PlayStation. Um, this mo- December's theme is Explore. Whatever you're looking for, you won't find it standing still. Get out there and explore. Uh, some of the franchises that are included in December's Crate is Destiny 2, which we didn't really talk about that much, but it's got completely destroyed i can't believe you're not playing it got completely completely destroyed by bungie in this last dlc we'll talk about it next week i heard that i heard that i also haven't touched it i i did the same thing i did with destiny one which is like i played it like for the day i bought it and then never played it again destiny 2 uh guardians of the galaxy volume 2 star wars and a new mystery franchise so if you can get it in by december 19th at 9 p.m pacific time you can get your december crate be sure to use the promo code Geekscape. It helps us out. I got drastically I got last month. It was pretty cool. I have a Voltron t-shirt now. And I got a Widowmaker figurine that I'm giving to my baby brother for Christmas. And I can say that here because he won't listen. Aww. Yeah. I was pretty happy with it. I just think that Slam Crate is pretty cool. Because I like really like swan? wrestling. <laughs> uh, I did before today. Okay. I did before today. Holy shit, Josh. This yeah, song dude, is I- lit. Ooh, this crates this this month the the this crates theme is like a boss. 
Whether they're in the ring or managing the whole show, the WWE Universe is full of superstars who carry themselves like a boss. Bring more boss in your life with exclusives featuring Sasha Banks, Kurt Angle, Roman Reigns, who people like again, and more, including the debut of the second Slam Stars figure series. Well, people only like it when he comes down with the other two guys. Like, I like, but the, like, from the incredibly loud and, like, no one else booze that he usually gets to the, like, you deserve it chance for the U.S. title the other week, like, <laughs> people need to make up their fucking minds. I like him, but. You know what I really I like? Know. I haven't been watching for that, that long. Ta- that time in 1998 when Mankind threw Undertaker uh, 12 feet into an announcer's table. And it was the other it way. Was way more yeah, than was 12 it? I don't think Mankind ever did that. Oh, yeah. And it was the other way around, yeah. Shit. Good job. There's, there's, a, there's, a user, uh, there's a user on Reddit that, like, will have these, like... Oh, I see that from time... Like, it's, like, like it starts out like a legitimate comment, and then it's, it just... And it's, like, it talks yeah, about like, that. 1998, um, uh, Undertaker threw Mankind 24 feet into a announcer's table at Hell in the Cell. How much is... Uh, I don't want to talk about this okay. on the show. But the slam crate is expensive in Canada, I tell you that. Scandinavia. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, loot crate, yeah. slam crate, slam that, slam that, slam that, slam that crate, slam your box. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as always, you can find us on kickscape.net. You can find us. Uh, no, two announcements. One, oh, we yeah. have our new sister brother podcast, uh, Overleak. Where they talk about Overwatch competitive games. Um, they just started and they're pretty cool. And hopefully they'll be on the show yeah. soon. Yep. They uh, we, the uh, a new new podcast talking as Courtney said talking about the Overwatch League. Talking about um, it's kind of like a Sports Center esque type show, uh, like the Jay and Dan podcast. They're back on TSN now. They got they're on TSN. Derek, they're back. They're back in Canada. Uh, who are you be talking Jay about? Jay and Dan. Who oh, the fuck is that? Hun. I don't even like sports, and I love Jay and Dan. I don't like sports either, so I don't know who they are. They were are. sponsored by that 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 store that had those clothes. Remember when we talked about Canadian that clothes store from Canadian had those clothes. Like Mark's yeah. Work Warehouse yeah. or something. <laughs> Mark's, and it's Mark's perfectly pressed <laughs> pants. Oh man, um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> they're talking about. Are we talking about? Wasn't it? Who are you saying? Jay and Dan. Jay and Dan, not Bob and Doug. No, Jay, fuck Bob and Doug. Jay and Dan. Jay and Dan, I'm Googling that. And, oh, something on TSN. Yeah, I feel like the only sports I really huh. like are UFC and mostly pro wrestling because it's kind of like sports, but more Did so you order it has a they, story. They, they the had, fight. Pro- I heard everyone in Canada order uh, it. Yeah, so it was fucking great. That, But I didn't really order it for that, but the whole card was actually, like, the pay-per-view itself was excellent. Cool. And then we also have another announcement. Um, Our D&D charity event is going to be on December 27th. And if I have my times correct, it's starting at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9, Specific. 9 p.m. Eastern. And what? I thought it was on the 29th. It was going to be on, on the, the 29th. 29th. And then I we had a last minute like scheduling change and we told Matt and then Matt gave me shit. And then I corrected Matt on giving me shit. And now it's going to be on the 27th. Yep. Um, okay, it's gonna be dope. So, Geeks and Dungeons coming back for a night, new campaign, new DM, DM. new characters, Sh- new players. Shane, Derek and I are it's playing. gonna be. Well, hopefully, Derek's playing. It's gonna be Liddy, Liddy, two titty. <laughs> I was playing it on the 29th. He, I don't know about the 27th. Yeah. in that thing, and I thought you saw it and said it was okay, and you just needed to check. Oh, your- oh yeah. maybe. 
Uh, I'll, I'll pull out a Ouija board and, and have Steve Jobs come back from the grave and give you the day if off. If not, if not, if not, I feel like those should be a regular thing. Right. It and should be, I will be but the next I one if I can make this one. The worst, laziest. Yeah. We'll have to do it where like I'll get a I'll get a pre-written campaign and that would be a lot easier for me than for there me to go. like make up my that own shit great. because I'm ambitious. So I'll work on being better person. I promise. Uh. And it's gonna be it's a charity stream. Which charity did um, we pick? We haven't decided yet. I've been talking like because it's it was kind of my idea. Matt's just being super gracious and DMing so that I can play. I've got a I got a Bitcoin <laughs> wallet. You can send <laughs> this to if you want. Foundation for paying for college. We've we have a couple <laughs> options. Um, I put I suggested to Matt um something with cyst- for cystic fibrosis, something for rheumatoid arthritis, or something for ocean conservation. Those were my top three. Um, Arth- because those are three things that matter. Arthritis to me. and ocean converse conservation cystic fibrosis <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis and ocean oh, conservation those three are separate three ones. options because i was because i was thinking you know, <laughs> that arthritis in the oceans are a really serious cause like that I mean, person is like, really unlucky like life but you know um so but we haven't made a final so, decision i think matt kind of wants to talk with everybody i'm not sure um how we want to come to that consensus because i think it should be something that we're all all for um i put i put i put in for the hairy cell leukemia research fund i don't know what that is it's a uh, type of leukemia oh. and it's uh, uh a lot of uh vietnam vets got it uh because of agent orange and the the gentleman who uh created the rocketeer died from it in 2008 gotcha. so yeah yeah, yeah. We the just, heart I, I think it's important that we do something that we all think is like like not just someone being like we're doing we're gonna do something and then just like also want to make sure that it's gonna the money that we raise is gonna actually make a difference so we'll check out the charity yeah. make sure that the money goes towards helping people and not lining a ceo's pocket yeah, donate to the get josh some waifus charity fund i i feel like speaking of playstation vr josh why don't you have one yet they're 199 dollars more than a country 600 do you know how much they are in my country here normally let me just see so i said 400 so in my country let me see what they still are 579 us dollars didn't i say 600 i was pretty 579 dollars that is a lot can can we buy you one and send it to you uh, no, oh. I have one. <laughs> Wait, can we buy one and send it to you, and then you can just resell it? Well, no, they're they're in stock everywhere. They're not but hard like, to get. They're just expensive. But undercut it a little bit and still make a profit. You can't because that's not how exchange rates work, Shane. Pull shades. All right, as always, you can find us on Geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games on Facebook, 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 Facebook dot com slash group slash Geekscape Games Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. I'm not on Twitter, actually. I got off Twitter and I am off Facebook. Banned yeah, from Twitter. Uh, no, I just stopped using it uh, on my phone and I stopped using Facebook on my phone. Uh, don't need it. I'm still on Instagram though because I like looking at pictures of cosplayers, uh, fashion, and bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> I look at a lot of bunnies. Are you going to pro- Anybody like, else? We've been doing this for three like, years. You Jump on in. prompt us, and then the times you don't, you yell at us. So you have to pick one. I'm at Inu Joshua. <laughs> I know. Yeah! <laughs> MVP of the year. Yes, sir. Josh Jackson. I do my best. Most valuable primate. Get the fuck. That's Derek Cranavell. He's Canadian. How are... I just feel like anytime anyone ever says MVP, I think of that movie, and I don't oh, know yeah. why. Yeah. Do you remember, remember that movie? Now. Wasn't Donald Trump in Most Valuable Primate? Was he the most valuable? I primate? do not know. Uh, Ooh. yeah, he's your president. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'm at AK Geeky Girl everywhere. You need to find me, and if you can't find me, find me on Twitter, and then I'll help you not fail at finding. <laughs> That's so encouraging. Um, in- 
Instead of reading my Twitter, I will read this user review of MVP Most Valuable Primate. Always on daytime Sky Movies. Terrible plot. Awful wooden acting. Was watching this while decorating and being truthful was difficult to decide whether this or the paint was more interesting to watch. I do not understand why there are now three versions of this primate film and why Sky seems to seems it important enough to show all of these most weekdays several times a day. Please vote with your feet and get Sky and other companies to take this dross off our screens. I'm at DKranavelt on Twitter. Ooh, there are a lot of... M- there's MVP 2, Most Vertical Primate. That's when the monkey learns how to skateboard. Uh, the next one is MXP, so Most Extreme like Primate. So is this like Airbud, but with monkey? Primate, in which is? he learns how to... That sounds... Yeah, it totally is. It's made good. by the Airbud company. Oh, my God. Wait, did Tiger Woods win? <laughs> what do you... Does Tiger Woods still <laughs> golf or just sleep with people? <laughs> he just... That aren't uh, his wife. He, he he just got back in. This is like his first game in like a minute. And did he win? Huh. No, it doesn't look like it. He came in T9, whatever that is. 400 par, final round of zero. Why are we talking about finish. golf? Hide for ninth. That's good. Soars more than 500 spots in the world's ranking. That's good. Yes. Shane's a big fan. Tiger's back, everybody! Still, Tiger's back! He's still holding on to that rookie card. He thinks he's going to make Bitcoin. coin. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's it. That wow, what really a climactic finish. Like a I gave you a two-minute warning. Gave you a two-minute warning. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.